The Ajbastin test between India and England ended with a win for England. They won by seven wickets. But there was also another incident that happened uh, aside of the test match that garnered a lot of attention, which was racism row at the Edgbaston Cricket Ground. Now to talk about what exactly happened, what has been the fallout, the relations between two sets of fans, the Indian and English fans, I'm joined at the moment by Bharatami fan Rishni Chabra and a Bami Army supporter, Adam Taylor. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me on the chat. Now, Rishi, I'm going to start with you. Um, we've been uh, talking about uh, the incident that had happened at the Edgbaston Cricket Ground. Would you like to tell uh, my uh, listeners and viewers as to what the sequence of events really were? Vika, unfortunate event that took place at the fifth test between India and England. Uh, you know, at the LA Police Stand 22, where we had a lot of Bharatami members, uh, you know, in that stand. And obviously, you know, at, at a point of time when England were doing well in the test match, uh, some of the English fans, you know, they went out of control and started racially abusing the fans. They were not just the Bharatami fans, but there were a lot of other Indian fans as well. And then obviously, you know, uh, receiving something like this uh, at a cricket field, uh, not, not, not expected from anyone. So then, you know, the stewards were told that, okay, this is happening. And uh, they were even pointed out that who the culprits were, who were the people who were actually, you know, involved in that incident. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, no no action at the spot was taken. And obviously, you know, we uh, fans had to go through a lot of, you know, uh, emotional stress because, you know, this is not something that you expect on a cricket field. You go there to watch a cricket match and then, you know, uh, being racially abused is never acceptable. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's how it was. Adam, uh, I believe these sort of incidents are becoming uh, common by the day and it must be very disturbing for someone like you who's been a part of the Bami Army and talking about uh, how to uh, get rid of racism from the stands. Well, yes, I mean, uh, thank you for having me on. I think it's really important to have this conversation together and reflect on this um, and it allows us to take actions. I think what it is, it is worth saying it, there were 150,000 spectators across the test match. It was sold out every day. It was a fantastic test match, as we know. Um, and, and it's sad that a few individuals have kind of spoiled it. And, and some cricket fans have gone into the Hollies stand. It's a very raucous stand. Um, as, I mean, it's where all the singing and the chanting, the Barrett army go there. Um, it, by and large, everybody had a great time together. There's a lot of singing and dancing and mixing of fans, which is really special. And I think England fans really, really enjoy that. It's a carnival of cricket and great stuff going on actually on the pitch. So, it was, you know, it's a fantastic occasion. But some individuals have been, you know, despicable, um, taking it too far. And, uh, you know, this is the fallout. And, um, and, yeah, we've got to deal with that. We've got to have honest conversations. You know, there's a lot going on here. The authorities have reacted to this. Um, Warwickshire uh, County Cricket Club have now got an inquiry going, a meeting with stewards, and the police are involved, and they are talking about prosecutions by identifying those that are responsible for these incidents, which are so full of hate. And they will be then banned from cricket grounds across England, but they'll also face charges from the police. So the process... Um, we've got to trust the process. But I do think, I do take the point that why was not something done more 
then. You know, that's something that, which, you know, we feel, I think all cricket supporters and England supporters are also, you know, across the, the land were appalled. But, you know, should it should this have been allowed to happen and should it have been got to quicker? But I do think it's great that the authorities, uh, the ECB, White County Cricketers and the police, they're all getting involved now and they will stop this because we can't have this happening again. There's much more cricket to come between these two great teams in the next uh, time. So, you know, but I, but I, I just wanted to trust that they, those people responsible will be brought, you know, Adam, uh, you know, a similar uh, situation, a similar racism incident happened when Indian team was touring Australia and it happened with uh, fast bowler Mohamed Siraj when he was abused by a section of fans in the Sydney crowd. What happened there was uh, that the authorities immediately evicted the, uh, the fans who were abusing. In this case, neither did the steward take any action nor was the fan evicted. We don't know whether he was at the stand on the fifth day either. Should the authorities not have cracked down immediately? What what stopped them? Would Do you think that the authorities are a little less serious when it happens between two groups of fans and only if a player got involved, they would have, you know, quickly taken action? Yes, I could. Yeah. Yes, I could. Yeah. Yes, they should have. And actually, there is a, a mobile app which you can download and report antisocial behaviour. And there was an example of this whereby some fans reported it. And I think it was three fans were removed from the ground within 20 minutes of the of the complaint. So so again, it could have happened, but it didn't happen in the, in the circumstances that you, we were describing. So again, it could be made to work better, but I do think it's taken seriously and uh, we will stop this from happening in the future. I think everybody's agreed that that must happen. So there, there are examples of it being stopped. You know, you, you cited Australia. There are similar, England fans have been similarly had examples of that and the England players in Australia. So it is a, it is a, a you know worldwide problem, but we when we see it happening, we just have to stop it. It's as simple as that. Rishi, while we all love, uh, you know, watching cricket, sitting in the stands in England and in Australia, all of us have to admit that we have had different experience. And is it because of the cultural differences that they fail to understand us or we fail to understand them and uh, thereby a dialogue between both parties is very, very necessary? Um, dialogue is important, but Rika, I don't think so, you know, uh, it is, uh, you know, acceptable to, you know, say that all the fans are the same. Like, you know, Adam said, there's a very small section of fans in the stands. You'll find them everywhere, all over the world in every cricket stand. And, uh, you know, I would actually agree with him. But then overall, you know, the experience is very good. And I myself have been to, you know, so many stand, so many cricket grounds in England, watching the 2017 Champions Trophy and the 2019 World Cup. And I had an amazing experience. And uh, but then overall, you know, like Adam said, it is the certain uh, a few number of fans who can never, never, you know, get along with other fans as well. And they'll always be there to create rocks. Adam, is there a way of identifying, uh, you know, these fans? And it is not uh, only that the cricket fans are affected. It's also football fans who face similar situation day in and day out. Is there not a way of identifying these characters? and ensuring that they do not get access to these sports stadiums. 
Yes, but I don't want to bring football as an example into it because football is another great sport. Cricket is a much better sport, as we know. Cricket could deliver the five days of sporting a spectacle that you just can't, you know, it's just incredible to, to watch and witness and follow with uh, Pant and Bumma and Bairstow. It was fantastic. Football can't get anywhere near that, of course. But yes, what football does do, I think, is probably more mature in getting on top of these problems. It's been doing it for more years. So we probably can learn things from football about identifying and removing supporters who cross this line and make sure that they don't take part in our sport again. So there's probably some lessons there that we can we can take. But, uh, but yeah, I'd much rather focus on the cricket. Rishi, let me understand from you, um, what really was the trigger for uh, these fans? Of course, the abuse, as we understand, started between uh, lunch and tea and just after the lunch, uh, even it continued beyond the tea break until the end of the day's play. But which point, where was it uh, that, you know, things went, went out of control? Vikas, uh, if you personally ask me, I think, uh, you know, Eric Holy's stand 22 has always been very buzzing. And the fact that, you know, there are so many fans in such big numbers. And then all of a sudden, you know, India from a winning situation, they went on to, you know, to a very bad situation in the test. That might have, you know, excited the English fans. And obviously, you know, with the alcohol that they've had, uh, that might have, you know, let them lose all control. And then whatever incident happened, happened. So I think uh, that might be one of the reasons. But, um, you know, like I said, unfortunate incident and it shouldn't have happened at the uh, Adam, do you think alcohol is the problem? Is the root of all troubles yeah. in these grounds? Yeah, what I would say here, because, you know, again, it's a good talking point, is that we want to make sure that um, cricket fans can go into a ground and they can sit wherever they want. It's really important to protect that. It's not about having a waste, a waste stands for certain, you know, for supporters. You know, cricket fans mix and they mingle and we share and we enjoy the sport together. So we have to protect that. I think, as Richie says, the Hollies and the Hollies is the second most raucous stand in, in England after the Western Terrace at Headingley. And, uh, like, and the Barrett Army gather there and it obviously is very good natured and great fun. But yes, alcohol is a day wears on, and Richie's absolutely right. It, when the game started changing, it, the, it became a bit more, there was a bit more animosity crept in, and you know, and, and the alcohol fuse, fuels it. There are restrictions in certain parts of, of the English test grounds, and it is the authorities look at that, making sure there's family areas, there's no drinking stands to protect the fans that don't want to be part of that kind of atmosphere. Um, but so people have a choice. I think that's really important. But in the Hollies, things will go a little bit over the top. But for the most part, as we keep saying, it was a fantastic atmosphere. I had a lot of friends in there across the days who just said it was really, really great fun. And of course, there were rain breaks as well, as we know. But the party continued. So it's somehow we've got to find a line. But yeah, there are certain steps that the authorities can take. You could, you could shut the bar if you, do, if you think. But I think really what it's about is as soon as... Um, you know, this really antisocial behavior happens. The police use CCTV, like we described, learning from football, perhaps, and, and stamp on it really quickly. Or people start getting more used to using the app so that we can do it. Because no fans want to see this happening. It's, it's really, we shouldn't be talking about this, should we? We should be talking about that magnificent test match that was rec- broken all of the records and, and stuff. Rishi, and it wasn't just the men, the women were also at the receiving end, I believe. Uh, yes, I mean, you know, uh, the entire group 
uh, all together were at the receiving end and uh, you know it it wasn't like the english fans or whoever the person or the group was involved were you know targeting an individual but the entire group so uh, yeah a lot of fans were at the receiving end at that day mm-hmm. adam how does how, how do the two um, you know fan group the bami army and the bharat army go on from here what are the kind of conversations that uh, you know should happen between the two yes i mean I, again um I mean, yeah, the, the social media is a great mixing kind of melting pot now. And if you, I follow the Barrett Army on Facebook, and I, I follow the Barmy Army, and you'll see videos of, of the different of the fans mixing and enjoying each other's company all the time. I'm sure that the people that lead the Barmy Army and the Barrett Army, the conversations are happening because it, it spoils our sport, and it's something that we just that we we keep saying we must tackle. But I, I think that. You know, I went to test matches last year when we when England were playing India, and we've got the with the guns coming. Um, you know, it's something that we we should uh, treasure. The, you know, two brilliant nations who love playing cricket. So I, I think the future can be bright. I think the future can be, you know, two great teams that are playing really good cricket. So there's lots to come and lots to enjoy. Um, we just have to get these things sorted out so that no one experiences that. And I I think England fans on social media, you can see it on Twitter. You know they're really, really so disappointed that that we have to have this conversation, but have the conversation we must. Uh, I'll have to ask you, Adam. Uh, you know, given what happened in Yorkshire and the kind of uh, um, you know perception crisis that there has been, do you think that the other clubs and even the fan community they have taken a lesson from what has already happened in England? Yes. Yeah, so Azim Rafiq um, sort of cited. Uh, a sort of dressing room culture where players uh, made him uncomfortable over a number of years. So he cited uh, Yorkshire Cricket Club, which is a matter uh, of really sort of national importance to understand where sporting cultures go wrong. So I think that was obviously very brave. It's kind of separate to the fan kind of issue that we're discussing, but of course it's part of the bigger picture about racism in society. And you know the solutions are more localized. You know it, in terms of how uh, the cricket clubs work with stands and, and, and fans. But then you do have, like you said, we do have a bigger problem or a different sort of problem over here about about how. We we ensure that uh, that the game is played by players respecting each other properly. Um, you know, I, I think again the conversation is really good that that conversation started and all cricket clubs woke up to like, well, what's happening in our club? What? How long has this been going on? You know, and this stuff. And so again, it was a really good conversation to start, and I think lots of improvements will will come out of that. So that in a few years' time, we'll be further down the line to eradicating this kind of prejudice. Rishi, it's all good to make the conversations that we are making make people more aware of uh, where the ills lie. But you know, ultimately, it comes down to action. Now, you have spoken to Anil, the person who sent out that tweet. Uh, has he been assured a timeline for the action by the Warwickshire Cricket Club? Well, I am uh, being told that yes, the club is taking some action. They have already, you know, started the investigation. but on the timeline front we don't have anything as such but we've been assured that you know as the entire group has been assured that yes something some action will be taken and they've already launched an investigation into the matter adam how important is having a timeline for all these investigations and assuring 
all the uh, stakeholders. Fans are a very important stakeholder of the game and assuring everyone that such incidents, uh, people, in fact, who are in the receiving end, they do get some kind of justice. Absolutely. Uh, the chief executive of Warwickshire Cricket Club, Stuart Kane, said that at the time they weren't sure, they couldn't identify those responsible, but they, they, they were working with police and CCTV that they would do that. So there's an investigation now going on. I don't know what the timeline is, but obviously the police are involved, um, Warwickshire Constabulary and Warwickshire Cricket Club are involved and the ECB. So again, we just have to trust the process that those people will be brought in justice and uh, and they will suffer because they will not be able to do that again because they won't be welcome at cricket ground. So, you know, let, let us hope that, uh, that that they can go through that investigation and, um, and, and identify those responsible. And let us hope that uh, fans of uh, both the teams are now uh, get back to the cricket ground once again because there is a uh, long series that lie ahead of us, the uh, six-match uh, white ball series. And uh, there is there is good banter. There is bonhomie between uh, two groups. And thank you very much, Adam and Rishi, for joining me on the chat. Thank you.